Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Now, this is episode number 12, recorded on September the 17th, 2018. For today's episode, we will talk about Fort Wayne's tourism and hospitality industry and how our city is becoming a point of destination for families, and conferences, and sporting events. And to give us a great insight on this topic, I'm pleased to be joined today by Visit Fort Wayne's president and CEO, Dan O'Connell. Dan, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mayor. Happy to be here. Dan, I've got a, a few questions that I'd like to, to run by you today because, obviously, tourism and, and sports is becoming a bigger and bigger element in the city of Fort Wayne, and, and that's a good thing. Uh, so can you give uh, our listeners an overview on the state of Fort Wayne's tourism industry and what makes Fort Wayne a great place to visit? Sure can. Uh, my organization is known as Visit Fort Wayne. We're the official convention and visitors bureau for the city. And our assignment is to get more people to visit our community so our citizens can derive the economic and social benefits of a prosperous tourism industry. Uh, we're very fortunate to have a great location in the Midwest, uh, very affordable hotel accommodations, but above that, we've built some of the best sports venues in the nation to help our citizens compete and have their families compete in great sporting events. But because they're multiple court or multiple rinks, we're also able to host tournaments from around the nation. So sports tourism is what it's called, and our agency works to go out and find teams, leagues, conferences that need a location for their competitions, and we try to get them to use Fort Wayne. And we've been very successful with it over the last uh, five to ten years. Fort Wayne's known as a youth sports town. Well, Dan, unquestionably, uh, sports is becoming a, a bigger and bigger economic development cluster. Uh, and what I mean by that is that they contribute to the bottom line of our city. Can you share with, with our listeners, uh, what, it, what do you think the, the annual impact, economic impact of sports and sport-related activities is to Fort Wayne? Well, the recreational sports, that's where people travel with their kids or themselves to compete in tournaments. Last year, Fort Wayne hosted 70 different sporting events. And that brought in about 115,000 people. And we estimated that the economic impact from those people spending is just over $25 million. You're absolutely right, Mayor. It's a major contributor to our economy. It helps sustain jobs in our hospitality industry. And most of all, it really helps save citizens some money, too, because they don't have to travel when their kids need to compete. We have wrestling tournaments, we have baseball tournaments, we have volleyball tournaments, and many, many people know us because of Spice Field, House and mm -hmm. Sports One's uh, substantial reputation in youth basketball tournaments. And we're growing. Uh, things that are starting to pop up are things like Turnstone with his adaptive sports. It's really putting Fort Wayne on the map for many, many families in the Midwest and nation to host sporting events. You know, it's interesting as I talk to a lot of our citizens, Quite often when I talk sports, they automatically think of, <clears throat> excuse me, the Ten Caps or, or the Mad Ants or the Comets, yep. and they kind of stop there yeah. because that's our professional level. And I, think, I don't think a lot of them realize how much youth sports comes into play in our community and collegiate sports. Uh, 
the whether it's the University of St. Francis football or Indiana Tech basketball or, or Purdue University's contribution in uh, other colleges in the area. Uh, there's a lot that goes on in, in the entire sports and recreational sports arena. Uh, let me put you on the spot a little bit then. What do you think are Fort Wayne's most popular attractions and, and events? Well, we find that in the, let's start sports first, but then the attractions. Right. Uh, the the uh, Memorial Coliseum several times a year turns itself into a giant gymnasium <laughs> and hosts uh, 3,000 wrestlers one weekend or, uh, you know, 7,000 volleyball players the next weekend. But you're right, they're also the home of where our collegiate sports are played, the Mad Ants, uh, I'm sorry, the professional sports, the Mad Ants and the, the Comets, of course, are home courts and home ice there. Uh, but they also find that we're very uh, strong in hockey, not only because of the Comets, but uh, we have built the Canland Ice Center, now known as the Sports One Ice House, that is three sheets of ice in one location. And that's very rare. It's the only one in 15 states around us. Several communities have multiple rinks in Michigan and Wisconsin, but they're spread out five, six, eight miles apart from each other. They have three rinks in one location makes it very conducive to conducting tournaments. It's even good for dry floor. We host the state wars every three or four years. It's an inline hockey tournament that brings 10,000 people to town using those three floors to compete over a 10-day period. So we get a lot of popular uh, sports that people know us for youth basketball, hockey, and even dry floor hockey. And of late, uh, a lot of adaptive sports have turned to Fort Wayne too. Wow. It's, whether it's sports or other attractions in Fort Wayne, what, what do you think visitors like most about Fort Wayne? Uh, the visitors we have polled and talked to Fort Wayne, they like us for three or four major points that separate us from other communities or makes us common with some other communities. First of all, we're a very affordable destination. Uh, they're surprised that our hotel rates aren't $200, but they're $100. They're surprised to find that our food and feeding a family of four <laughs> kids at a hockey game can, you know, be as little as 60 bucks. So uh, we're a very affordable destination. The second thing that we hear over and over again, it sounds kind of trite, but it's the Hoosier hospitality. Mm -hmm. The friendliness of our community expressed to citizens in terms of kindness, uh, smiles, uh, assistance, special favors. That's, not, that's rare. Uh, people don't get that everywhere. And so Hoosier Hospitality is a real marketable tool for us. And the other thing that we find about it is that people really like our location. I mean, it sounds trite again, but being in the upper Midwest, they're not lost in Chicago. They're not, you know, in miles and miles of interstates in some right. of our capital cities. Fort Wayne's a very easy city to get around, and they find that conducive to bringing their families here and feeling comfortable. Dan, I've heard the same thing as we survey uh, conventioners or others who have visited our city, I, I get the same kind of response, especially about the Hoosier hospitality, that our city is a very friendly city, that people do smile, they do talk, uh, uh, they will give directions, uh, accurate directions. Um, uh, and they, they comment a lot of times on how clean our city is. Yes, very much so. Uh, and how clean our downtown is. Uh, and I'm going to give a lot of credit to organizations like the Downtown Improvement District and, 
and even business owners downtown who take a lot of pride in their investment. And as a result, they, they do keep the area out in front of their stores and, and restaurants and the like clean. Uh, probably the, one of the uh, uh, my favorite responses from a conventioneer was from a woman who said she felt safe walking around downtown at night. Now that to me is a tremendous compliment yes. uh, to to our community. So I think you're right. A lot of a, a lot of uh, people who visit our city kind of like the intrinsic uh, offerings of our community. So that's that's really a great place to be, and there's no question about that. And we're getting being known for more than just family activities. The zoo's been real strong for uh -huh. us for 30, 40 years. Uh -huh. And uh, it's a great place to raise a family. It's a great place to bring a family. That's really our brand. Right. But of late, with the growth of our riverfront, the growth of our breweries, the growth of our uh, offerings to millennials, mm -hmm. like the Middle Waves music concert last weekend, right. we're becoming known as a destination to go on a date too, to bring a couple, to get away for a weekend. And that's really adding to the quality of place that we're all trying to get to add more employees to our destination. Now that. That is, is nice because my wife and I, it's nice to hear my wife and I from time to time, we'll, we'll go to another community on, on a date night uh, just to, just to kind of get away. But now I can tell her that we need to stay in Fort there Wayne. There you go. That's, okay, save, save you a little money. <laughs> um, but already this year, uh, Dan, I know that Fort Wayne has, has hosted several groups, including the Federation of uh, Genealogical Studies. And I know that, that uh, Fort Wayne's library is, is second to none as far as genealogical studies. So that's that's great to hear that they've uh, uh, chosen Fort Wayne. And we've had many sporting events, uh, obviously. Uh, but you know, what type of groups uh, visit Fort Wayne and, and how does the group decide to bring an event to Fort Wayne? I know we compete in, with Indianapolis and a lot of other communities as far as trying to bring conferences here and the like. Is it a pretty di diverse group that come to Fort Wayne? Is there a certain size convention or can we, can we, get, can we offer more? Our convention trade is uh, is diverse. We have a wide variety of types of people. You know, in the, in the landscape of America, Mayor, the Americans just join everything. You know, we're kind of a strange in the world in that way. We, we join our VFWs, we join the Boy Scouts, we join our professional societies, and all those groups have meetings. And so the marketplace is pretty full, and that's why there's a lot of cities and towns competing to get conventions and meetings and even in tournaments we talked about. Our city is uh, popular for what we call collective groups, groups who have collections, groups like the genealogical societies who have a hobby and they like to do it. They like to do family research and so they not only is the asset here of the uh, Allen County Public Library's genealogy center, but they like coming here because they want to pursue their hobby. Here's another hobby. We have uh, 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 people coming here for fishing lure collectors. We have people coming here uh, next summer who are, are enjoying uh, their hobby of juggling. The International <laughs> Jugglers Convention are coming to our community. So we're a great place because of our affordability for people to come and meet because they have to pay out of their own pocket usually. Some companies usually not putting the bill for them or employer. So we find that that's a real good niche market for us is groups who are collectibles or hobbyists. Some time ago, I was able to kick off a, a conference. I haven't seen them since. They've probably been here, but I just haven't, uh, I haven't seen them. And that was a huge conference on people who enter sweepstakes. Uh, I don't know what the group was called, <laughs> but 
this whole entire group of individuals, and there were several hundred of them. Yes. That's what their hobby was, or what their group did was enter these sweepstakes. Uh, you, you know the group I'm talking about? I, I think I do. Yeah. They have an odd name. It doesn't sound like sweepstakes. Exactly. Right. But they, they, as I was talking to them, a lot of these people have won cars, and they've won lots of cash. But this is their hobby. That's what they do is just spend... Not all day necessarily, but spend a lot of time entering different sweepstakes, and they know which ones are more popular than others. And it was fascinating to 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 listen to these people. So you're right; it's a very eclectic group that comes into yeah. into Fort Wayne, and that's a good thing. Yeah, one of the things we like to talk about, Mayor, is we you know it's the old children's writer, the butcher, the baker, and a candlestick maker. <laughs> we'll take all their conventions. <laughs> and so we have had the national Scrabble players yeah, have yeah. their national competition here it's, and the sweepstakes specialists as you talk to them. And we've had the junior nationals and adaptive sports where uh, it's the largest multi-sporting event in the nation was here just this past July. It's a lot of fun meeting them and it's very a lot of satisfaction to uh, help them meet their needs for chicken and chairs, but really get to know them and know what their special hobbies are. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I, as I get a chance to meet some of these that come into town, quite often I'm invited to help kick off their yes. their conferences. And it is fascinating to, to uh, witness the various groups that come into, into our city. Uh, but Fort Wayne is also set to host several uh, um, NCAA tournaments uh, in the coming years. Can you talk about some of these events? I can. Uh, we were looking for a couple of years ago to get some of these marquee initials in town and said just the collector groups, just the youth sports, uh, you know, in short. So we worked very hard with the Memorial Coliseum to put in a bid to host the uh, uh, NCAA events, get, get something of uh, those initials. And it was through the leadership of Manchester University who is a D3 school, they have three levels in the NCAA, one, two, and three, a D3 school that uh, helped us put in a bid that they considered, and the NCAA chose us next year, and for the next three years, the home of the NCAA D3 men's basketball final four for D3 schools. It's their national championship. Kudos to Manchester for helping us get wow. that done. They were very impressed with the quality of the Coliseum, the quality of our downtown hotels. That's where it's going to be the headquarters for the teams, mm -hmm. the officials, the fans. Uh, we're really unsure of the numbers, but it could be two to 3,000 people coming to our community to participate in these. Depends on the schools that are selected, actually selected, that get through the uh, brackets and get to mm -hmm. Fort Wayne. But uh, it had been in uh, South Carolina for 20 years, oh, and because Lord. of our bid, they took it and put it in Fort Wayne for, for three years, and we're very excited wow. about it. Mayor, they did the same thing for D1 Women's Basketball Tournament. They chose us not for the finals, but for Midwest Regional in 2020 at the same time. So we're very fortunate to hold the men's championship in D3 and the women's regional in 2020 for uh, D1. Uh, very exciting to have Fort Wayne move into that caliber of, of uh, competition. You mentioned earlier uh, Turnstone, and I, I know that uh, Turnstone is going to be offering some uh, additional uh, sporting opportunities for uh, adaptive sports. Can you can you get into that a little bit as well? I can. It's very exciting news too, like that NCAA news. Over the past five years, since Turnstone built the Plasma Athletic Center, 
they've hosted 30 different events that have brought in upwards of 5,000 children, mostly youth, who are, are in adaptive sports competition. You're talking sled hockey. You're talking power soccer inside a gymnasium. But this past year, they hosted the Junior National Championships. That's where youth with disabilities compete from all across the nation. We had 34 different states here, had upwards of 800 people. They used Carroll Swimming Pool. They used Homestead High School as well as Turnstone to compete in track and field events, archery, uh, a goal ball. It was very exciting times, like a Special Olympics, to <laughs> tell you the truth. And uh, that was a very successful event that has helped elevate their game. And they work now with the U.S. Blind Athletes Association just this past month and announced that the World Blind Athletes Association has chosen Fort Wayne for the very first time ever in America to hold their world judo competition for blind athletes. 30 or 40 countries will be sending teams here to compete in judo as well as goalball. They were awarded mm -hmm. that champion, world championship as well. And they'll be competing in Fort Wayne next July. And uh, we're going to turn in the Grand Wayne Center into a, a, a giant dojo for, <laughs> for, for competitions in judo. And this has also been labeled an Olympic qualifier that two top teams in both of those sports, goalball and judo, will qualify for the Paralympics in Tokyo in 2020. So many countries will be sending really elite athletes, though blind, to this competition. So we do a lot of Paralympic uh, uh, training here then. We are also an official training center by the U.S. Olympic Committee has selected Turnstone for their Paralympic training goalball and for men's and women their national teams are located here they train here they work in our community they're they're specialists in this event they placed uh, second in rio uh now they're setting up to get for tokyo you know i think it's think that's something that that, that uh, our citizens could really uh, enjoy if they if they have the time to go to some of these events and and watch these athletes compete in adaptive sports. It is really something to witness. Uh, they are true athletes. There's no, no question about that. They're elite athletes. They they're, really are. Uh, they're heartwarming. Uh, they're friendly people. Uh, they just were born or were caused to have a disability but still love sports. <laughs> they're very interactive and friendly, and this yep. is their community. Yep. And so when we yep. gather hundreds of them together, you can just see the joy in their uh, sportsmanship with yep. each other and their com camaraderie that it's really enjoyable to I know I was able share. to attend one of their award events, and it was, it was heartwarming. That's, yes. a, that's a good description. It, uh, it, it was an unbelievable experience. So, again, I invite all of our listeners to, uh, if they have the time, particularly next summer, uh, when, uh, when all of those uh, events are going to be taking place, to take yep. the time to, to watch. It's, uh, it's something else to see. Well, Dan, looking ahead, uh, you know, we're currently building another hotel downtown, the mm -hmm. Hampton Suites, uh, uh, right across the street from the convention center. And uh, pretty uh, in a few months, we'll be breaking ground for uh, the new boutique hotel. Uh, it's, going to, it's going to be on the corner of Maine and Harrison. I think it's going to be called Fox on Maine. <laughs> and uh, uh, because of those and the riverfront development, as you mentioned, uh, and we're going to be developing the landing a little bit more as a gathering place. I, hopefully all of this will add, you know, to tourist offerings. Uh, with that in mind, 
your job and my job, too, to some extent, is to try to take a look at the future and have some vision as to where we think our, our city is going. Um, how about the tourism industry? Where, where do you see Fort Wayne going in the next five to ten years? Well, we're on our way to some really great things. Yeah, the projects you just mentioned make us a stronger destination. We've all been a pretty good destination, but now we're going to be a really player. Uh, when we took these uh, intercity visits to Chattanooga and Greenville and we were looking at them and what they did to help uh, boost their downtown, we saw that every one of them were investing in a tourism industry mm -hmm. and were attracting hotels to downtown. And we've done that, so we're on the right track. We're repeating successful formulas. In the tourism industry, we think the game changer is the riverfront. The riverfront is really going to create a destination for not only residents to visit, for people who are visiting our community to visit. So we think there's a great opportunity in the riverfront to create uh, not only water sports, but uh, entertainment options, uh, new venues for them to enjoy. So the riverfront is really a game changer for our destination, as it has been in other cities that we've visited. That's the future of our tourism industry. Well, I don't think there's any question that a lot of individuals have have committed their time and their and, and their talent and in many cases their treasure to make yeah. Fort Wayne more and more a point of destination. Obviously the expertise that you and your staff bring to to uh, to make us as attractive as possible for, for conventions, for sporting events and so on, uh, puts puts you and, and the staff of this Fort Wayne, I think uh, a step above a lot of other communities, that's for sure. Well, marketing's a big part of it. I think we've been talking a lot about sales, where we actually had groups who decided upon our pitch to come here. But we're constantly marketing our destination and trying to create an image as a really viable, uh, desirable, uh, active, uh, enjoyable community. Uh, our website's one of the heaviest visited in the city. Uh, we have upwards of 100, one, I'm sorry, 1.5 million people a year visit our website to mm -hmm. learn what's there to see and do here. Uh, we pump out uh, advertising and many, many messages that go to about 30 million people a year uh, and through the resources we're given mm -hmm. to have them come to our community. So uh, a lot of communities are marketing and competing, and Fort Wayne's well positioned because of the assets the city has built, that the county has built, and that are on the uh, forefront to make us even a better destination. Thank you so much, Dan. And, and that, it, that is all the time we have today, unfortunately. But uh, thank you again for, for sharing the, your insight on how Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne has become a, a point of destination. I want to thank uh, all of the listeners for tuning in today as well. But be sure you join us next time as we discuss all the positive momentum taking place in this great city of Fort Wayne. Until then, I'm Mayor Tom Henry.